never want to have my orbital bone broken, ever. If I had a choice uh, between having my orbital bone broken and not having my orbital bone broken, I'd probably go with the former. No, wait. Yeah, okay. The well, latter. Hey, the latter. Wait. <laughs> ah! Put your hand down. I mean, talking about Derek Rose, I don't trust that guy, man. It just doesn't it always just feel like if it's not one thing with that guy, it's another. I feel like he leaned into that elbow so he didn't have to play this season. I feel like he's been leaning into things for like mm-hmm. six years now. No. Was it 2009 when he won the MVP? That the last time he was actually good and actually it, upright for a full season? Was it really that long ago? It feels like it if I'm wrong. Because it just feels like it's uh, been one year of him coming back and blowing out his knee after another. He's 26. He's still not that old. Uh, maybe it wasn't 2009. Maybe it was yeah. like 2012 or something. Yeah. But still, doesn't it feel like he hasn't played in like five years? Yeah. He finally did play last year and, and then, you know, for a while. And then wasn't. It just seems like he's not ever going to be able to play long enough to... to and now he's... Well, he still has time to actually be at the top of his game. Usually, you're, you're at the top of your game around when you're 29 in basketball. 26, 27. I was going to say 23, 24. Mm, I, like, that's when you, you have your well, best... That's when you're at your best physically. Yeah, but... And then, but when you hit 30, it's a, it's a deep dive down yeah, after that. But but a lot of the guys in the NBA, it takes them like three or four years to become the superstar. Like three, sure. And then 27 to 29 is, well, it, it is depends. their prime years. Why was it when LeBron was 20 years old, he was old enough to get those calls? <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. I'm just saying, like they treated him like him and Kobe. They treated them like superstars well before they were actually superstars. Well, because they came in and they were superstars right away. Not Kobe as much because Kobe had the first year where he wasn't even starting, where he was an all star, uh, an all star starter, even though he didn't start for his yeah, own team. Thank you. Oh, that. Okay, you mean yeah. you mean exactly what I'm talking about? Okay. Well, cool. it's like, uh, yeah, you act like it's weird that people will vote in some player that doesn't deserve to be in sometimes in an all star game. Uh, I mean, sir, Derek Jeter and Cal Ripken have something to say to you about that. Thank you. Yikes! Just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I'm just saying, though. No, I don't trust Derrick Rose. I mean, to me, he's like a China doll, right? You just—he's like the glass menagerie. He's not that hot, dude. He's—I <laughs> have to keep him in a cabinet because Derrick Rose <laughs> is very hard to keep together. <laughs> yes. Right? Like they call me Mr. Glass because <laughs> oh break. my goodness, he's going to fight Bruce Willis <laughs> in a superhero movie directed by M Night Shyamalan. That's right, Derek Rose, dude. We need that mashup poster right now. Oh my god, Bruce Willis, Derek Rose in well, Unstoppable. No, what we need is uh, is Derek Rose versus Samuel L. Jackson from that movie. Samuel L. Jackson is Mr. Glass. He is Mr. Glass. Movie. So we have Mr. Glass versus Mr. Glass. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. He's definitely going to get broke. We already know what happens if he gets hit by Bruce Willis. First, he will break like glass. First one who moves loses. <laughs> I'll just get up out of my crunch. Oh, we're done. Sorry, everybody. You walk into a room, and there's just a, just a bunch of glass. And you're like, wait, what happened here? Oh, those two Mr. Glasses were fighting each other. Um, this is what I need to do. I need to find like a broken bottle in an alley and take a picture of it and be like, yeah. looks like Derek Rose is hanging out here. Yeah. Uh, they also were. It was three guys fighting. Also, Glass Joe from the Mike Tyson <laughs> and Glass <laughs> Tyson Joe. Punch. You know what though? You gotta say one thing about Glass Joe. At least he can take a punch. Uh, yeah. He didn't get his orbital bone broken after one elbow. I'm just saying. No. He. he you know what? Glass Joe had uh, Glass 99 Joe. fights. One in 99. He wants to retire at 100. Yeah, who did he beat? Uh, you, <laughs> you. First time he played the game. <laughs> no, I never lost to Glass Joe one time. That dude was so easy to beat. Are you kidding me? I watched somebody lose. No, it wasn't. You know what? I was watching a live stream. You ever watch Twitch? I have. Not very often. I saw a guy was playing Mike Tyson's punch out on a, a live stream, and he was fighting Von Kaiser, the second guy in the game. Oh, no. And got knocked out. Well, and I wanted to, I was literally like about to throw things at my television. The only way you can lose somebody in that game to really early is if you can't recognize patterns. Yes. Or you're just super slow or yeah. not paying attention. Right. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Speaking of not paying attention, we've already gone four minutes into this episode without telling you the name. But let's talk more about Bald Bull. Bald Bull was a man. He was from, you know what country Bald Bull was from? Uh, Turkey. Turkey. Istanbul, Turkey. Look at you with your remembering. Good job, you. Uh, In any case, this is Raisin Raisin Brent, Brent. and I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, we got a lot of stuff we're going to talk about this week. we got to talk about, oh boy, what a rough week for football. Am I right? Yeah. If it wasn't for the fact that you beat me in fantasy by two points. Uh, I didn't beat you by that much. It was less than that. Oh, was it? Yeah. It felt like two points. Yeah. I beat you by 17 yards. If you had 17 more yards, 18 more yards, you would have beat me. We'll talk about that, and we'll talk about how I'm about to cut Terrence Williams for my team. Hey, I'll trade. You want to trade him? I'll Probably. trade you. I'll trade you for him. Done. Uh, okay. Done. 
Done. I will. Tr- I want him off my roster. Okay. Yeah. Done. I'll trade you for him. We'll figure this hey, out. It's probably not. It's probably worthless until Romo comes back. Anyway, to be honest. Uh, with Dez out, I thought maybe he'd get you know. 18, no. 18 yards. No. I was wrong. <laughs> oh, man. If he had 18 yards, he would have beat me. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about NFL Week 3. Which one of us is in worse shape right now? It's me, right? The Lions and Chiefs right now? Yeah, the Lions are in worse shape because you Green Bay looks really good, and they're 0-3. The Chiefs at least won one game. <laughs> yeah, but... we didn't get lucky enough to play Houston earlier And the this Chiefs year. also have, you know, they're they're pretty lucky. They get to play at Cincinnati next week. Uh, uh, on the plus side, it's not like, you know, we finally get a step up from our previous competition. We get to play at Seattle Monday night. Uh, oh, uh, God. Uh, all right, who has a better chance of winning next week? Your team at Seattle or Kansas City at Cincinnati? I want to say Kansas City because we're playing against Dalton. I'll be honest. I Dalton can know. always throw up four picks. <laughs> he can, but it's I don't possible. think. I think Cincinnati's way better team than Seattle is. Maybe. But Seattle's a harder place to play than Cincinnati because yeah. they're going to get every call. We're going to get City's Ed Hockley as our ref. Kansas City's really banged up on, uh, with the cornerbacks, too. So Man. Here's the deal. I don't know. I think they're both tough. <laughs> In Ooh. any case, we're going to talk about that. We've got to talk about Fear of the Walking Dead, Brent. It's the penultimate episode of this first season. And uh, you were not as jazzed about it as I was. Yeah, I wasn't really into it this week. I mean, I, it was I wasn't okay. into it last week, so. Yeah. There it it's goes. It's like you got your peanut butter and my chocolate. They got me you back. You got my chocolate and your peanut butter. Wait, you got my interest in walking Fear of the Walking Dead and your lack of interest in Fear of the... Wait, what? Mm, well, anyway. Mm. But we're going to come back. We're going to talk some NFL because, let's face it, that's where the money is, right? Yes. After three seconds of... Tennessee Ernie Ford. You load 16 tons. What do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. St. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go. I owe my soul to the company store. NFL Week 3. I don't know, man. This has been a great NFL season so far. I mean, it's been interesting has and exciting. I, I, I feel my interest waning, though, is what I'm saying. I, I think to most, we'll be real quick. Okay. I think to most people, this has been just as exciting an NFL season as we've had in any other year. But I feel like, I don't know, it's starting to start hitting me like the NBA does. And it started a little bit a couple years ago and last year. And this year, it's sort of just like it seems like there's the haves and the have-nots. Mm-hmm. And the haves seem to get every break under the sun. And, and I'm not just speaking as a totally bitter Lions no, fan look, here. No, look, I'll give you a case in point, okay? Because I watched your Detroit Lions right. play last week. And you have and to admit. And there was a play where Matthew Stafford was, his arm was coming forward and the ball gets thrown. And granted, his, his, his arm, got arm is getting hit, but he, he still is moving forward he before that. pushed the ball forward with his arm. And they say somehow, oh, he was trying to bring the ball. How do you make that? Dis- he was trying to bring the ball down so it's not... And this is my question, though. If that happens to Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, it's called an incomplete pass. Yes. And they don't even think about it. 100 out of 100 times, that's called. And since it was a turnover, in theory, they had to go back and look at the tape and verify. I felt like they were just making up a reason to not have it. I mean, I look, I'm, of all people, am not cheering for Detroit. No, of course not. Uh, Not that I dislike them, but I was like. Well, you were last week because the Broncos. Because they're playing the Broncos. But still. I wouldn't be the one to take up for Detroit. Right. We can all agree on Not that. Not on this show especially. You know you agree also? Yeah. Yes, he agrees. Yeah, he agrees. Um, and I'm saying this was ridiculous. I mean, the fact that we had three, three challenges get overturned plays all going Detroit's favor. Yeah, so that means they, they blatantly called three bad calls against you. They got over, had to be yes. overturned when they looked at the evidence. Literally, they had no choice but to overturn it. And then there was that play where they're just like, nah, good enough. I mean, I've just never seen a play where a, a guy's arm was clearly going forward. Pushes the ball forward. It went forward like 10 yards. It did. It's not even like it landed at his feet. No. It went forward. The ball didn't go straight down as if he maybe fumbled it. I, I guess I've never seen that play called before except for when whenever Jeff Triplett's on the field. Well, especially like, when they looked they looked at it on, on video, and that's what they came up with. But people tell me I'm a whiny bee well, <laughs> for, for being this way. I guess maybe I see it more than other people see it. Maybe I'm paying better attention than anybody else is. This kind of thing seems like it happens all the time to your Detroit Lions. Well, and it happens to other teams too. I mean, I felt, I felt, I felt your pain last night. I was watching the Chiefs play, and I felt like every time something bad happened 
for Green Bay, all of a sudden there was a penalty on the Chiefs. Like, every yeah, time. Every time. Welcome to playing at Lambeau Field. And then they hold you obnoxiously. Aaron Rodgers had how much time to throw the ball all mm-hmm. the time there. Yeah. They're just like, he's nailing people downfield because after 10, 15 seconds, coverage will break down. He's hitting Randall Cobb, and then they just jump in this, and then everybody at the stadium's cheering and jumping up and down, being like, yeah. that's how football's supposed to be. I mean, I, to be fair, I didn't, be crazy. I didn't think the Chiefs played a very aggressive defense last uh, night. The Chiefs were terrible yeah, last night. They were, the they were not good. Um, but my my theory still stands. And yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's not. And you know, the other thing I, that I have to bring up is why are there a million penalties in every game this it year? It feels like, and I haven't seen the official like raw, raw data. On I saw this. some raw data. It's, is that right? The, it feels like, like they're yeah, up by some a of the lot. Most penalties ever because it was in the preseason. Remember, there, they, there was that was the big story is that there were tons of penalties, and they were just like, let's see what happens when the regular season starts. They even the regular mentioned season that. started, and they're yeah. still doing a lot of penalties. They even mentioned that last night during the Chiefs game. It was like, oh, and of course, another penalty is like, and it, they're like, I, I feel like they're just they're just looking at frames, and just trying to find some way to sure. It feels like they're way up. And I mean, and, and I don't think it's just me. If you're saying there's raw data to support it, I'll tell you the smell factor stinks. And it, it, do you feel like these refs are trying to act like they're the show? Because my two least favorite refs, Ed Hockley and Jeff Triplett, like they can't, Ed Hockley can't get his face off the camera. Well, the problem, well, I, here's the problem I always, I always see is every year they say, oh, this year there's going to be an emphasis on this. And then that means more penalties. Great, you know, you know what I mean. That's what I came to the stadium to see. An emphasis doesn't necessarily mean more penalties. It means we're going to be watching for it more. Doesn't necessarily mean there's going to. Be, and you would think that people would stop doing what they're not supposed to. But then, but it feels know. like it's just like any other thing that feels like they're calling ticky tack stuff all day long. Yeah, and then they're not catching huge, huge things, things that happen. Yeah, that's what it really. They're feels calling like. BS holding penalties right. uh, and offensive pass interference penalties. It feels like there have been a million of those called. Yet a guy will go up for the ball and get like manhandled by the defender. Mm-hmm. But if that defender's name is Richard Sherman, uh, uh, play on. Well, that happened last night. You saw it with uh, Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews straight up ran and bulldozed all over Alex Smith and then put like his hands two, full two steps after the ball is gone and then put his hands up like nope not me and I'm just like if 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 Houston if Justin Houston yeah. does that exact same thing to Aaron Rodgers it's a penalty it's a, they might eject Houston might from, the ejected game. from the game yeah. like it was outrageous I don't want to spend too much time complaining about uh. officiating in the NFL because people tell me I do it way too much and maybe I do well, but this I, week I just I think agree it's with so you, annoying. I feel like the, the officiating has... It feels like you agree with me every time the Lions are on prime time and you actually watch the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> then you mm. come back and you go, Ray, I see what you were saying. Every single time? Wow. <laughs> I don't know, man. It yeah. drives me a little bit. Let me tell you what. Let's, let's just go down the list of the games from last okay. week. Uh, we have the New York Giants finally getting off the schneid, getting their first game against the Washington Redskins. They looked good. Washington looked good. New York Giants looked better. I don't think the Redskins are as bad as uh, uh, we thought they were coming into the season. They have I don't a little think the bit of a running game. Good. Their defense is a little bit better, but I think they have more than a little bit of a running game. Man, that Matt Jones guy looks great. Yeah. Alfred Morris is getting, but they his. didn't do very much last week. Twenty-one points, but no, they, I think they both got a touchdown, didn't they? Or Jones yeah. got a touchdown? I don't know. I mean, they didn't have any. There were many stats yards, put up. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. Baltimore loses to Cincinnati at home. Baltimore, we're, they're are they done? It's hard in that division to say they're not done. Well, we'll see. I mean, the interesting game this week is. Baltimore at Pittsburgh with no Ben Roethlisberger. That's right. So how does that? And the Mike Vick. Michael Vick. Gosh, I don't know. And Baltimore, I I bet you, I mean, I can't see any way this this can't be true. Baltimore, and when have you ever seen an 0-3 team playing at Pittsburgh being the favorite? That's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not to say that they don't believe in Michael Vick, but I'll tell you, that Ravens team in Baltimore, always, or in Pittsburgh, I should say, always plays great. Mm-hmm. Their defense is always, they always bring it, but I'm starting to I mean, not. Pittsburgh is almost always favored at home. Uh, in and, every game. And this team is 0-3, and they are still favored at Pittsburgh. I guess I've never seen that before. That's a good yeah. point. And Cincinnati being 3-0, and right? We all picked that, right? <laughs> well, you know. Andy Dalton has looked a lot better this season. We'll see how it goes through the rest of the season. We got your survivor pick from last week. The Carolina Panthers Woo! got a scare. They did. New Orleans with Luke McCown. Hey, just give a backup a chance, right? Yeah. Well, we saw what happened when you give backup a chance. They, they bring it. almost won. They throw for 300 yards, they apparently. almost won. You can keep that commercial on the air, because if Luke McCown goes out there and gets his... 
butt handed to him. Almost. You don't. They almost won. They almost won. Yeah, you were they sweating that not. one a little bit. I was. Absolutely. I, I think Carolina is ninja good, man. I picked them to win that division, and I, I, I'm feeling them. The Falcons are real well, good, too. Did you, see the, did you see the pickup that Carolina got today? Yes, they did. Uh, the, oh, I'll, let me talk about that. We'll talk about that after we mm-hmm. go through the scores. I do want to talk mm-hmm. about that because uh, I see some similarities of the Chicago Bears to a certain other team in that division okay. from years ago. Uh, we've got Oakland Raiders, man, two and one, and they are their fans. I mean, granted, okay, look, they beat the Cleveland Browns. I had one of the look. one of the fans calling me today. Hey, what's up with the Raiders? Two and one, Chiefs one and two. I was like, okay. All right, get it out. Let's talk about the power of get the schedule for just a second out. here, because if the Raiders play your schedule or my schedule, yeah. they're 0 and 3 right now, and the fans are done. Yeah. Uh, schedule makes a huge difference in the season. Don't act like it doesn't. Uh, doesn't it feel like Green Bay's played every game at home? Don't it feel like they play 12 home games a year? <laughs> it kind of does. At, they played at Chicago, whoever knew would be terrible, and then got two home games against the Chiefs and Seahawks, which are both decent teams. Yeah. Maybe Seahawks aren't that great, but on the road, like, they get both games at home, I don't know. It seems like everything's set up for them to be 3-0. and Right. Maybe that's a little, like, crazy of me, but uh, the Atlanta Falcons go on the road and beat Dallas, despite the fact Dallas opened 14-0 before you could breathe. Yeah, my pick. My pick for the South looking solid right now. Dude, the Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. Falcons look legit as well. Mm-hmm. Their I'm, defense is on. Look, here, that was my point a couple weeks ago, Ray. You said, yes. I'm not going to pick Atlanta to win this division based on me talking to some Falcons fan saying they yes. would have no defense. Yes. Now, have you seen their defense play now? They gave up 28 points to a backup quarterback and a backup wide receiver their who didn't de- even score any yards in Dallas. Their defense looks good, though. They're, I don't know. Dallas they is gave not tw- that good they on offense They gave up 28 right points basically in the first half. And it was all on the ground. Yeah, That's what on the ground, me. and then they got nothing in the second half. I mean, it's true. It's true. Uh, the Houston Texans beat Tampa Bay. Yup. Mm-hmm. Moving on, uh, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, they might be a lot better than I ever gave them credit for. They took it to San Diego, 31-14. It was in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep talking about how good San Diego is, Ray. I mean, they're as good as Kansas every time City somebody right beats Every time somebody beats San Diego, you're like, man, they must be really good. They beat San Diego. Two road games, man. <laughs> uh, here's the deal. I think San Diego at home this year is going to win a lot of games. Okay. I think they're going to win six or seven home games. I don't games. think they have much of a home field advantage. And they play in the worst stadium, the worst stadium in the NFL. Worse than Cleveland? It is worse. Worse than Philadelphia? Worse. Wow. All right. Uh, those stadiums, at least, sir, have a replay screen that you can see. Okay, fair San enough. San Diego does not. Uh, the New England uh, Patriots, uh, all thoughts that they were gone are gone. 51 burger put on the Jackson. Poor Jacksonville, man. What do you think about Tom Brady still being in the game with five minutes left and putting up that last touchdown? Uh, I think that him and Bill Belichick are pissed the bleep yeah. off right now, and they want to punish teams. Yeah. And they know they're not going to see Jacksonville again for another well, like four years. look, that's fine. You want to leave your star player in there, but you're just asking for some guy to be a little bit angry and going for Tom Brady's knees. Uh, they put 51 on the board. I'd, I'd like to believe Jacksonville gave up way before that moment happened. Yeah, but when you when you humiliate somebody like that, don't be surprised when somebody starts going after your knees. Uh, it's true. It's true. I guess if you're going to humiliate somebody, Jacksonville's an easy yeah. like. You might want to get might want to get Garoppolo kid. when you're up forty to seven yeah. or whatever. You might want to get Garoppolo in the game. Jacksonville's the kid with the pocket protector on the playground that the bully's going to pick out first, though. That's my point. Yeah. Uh, so here's the deal, though. I think if New England, if Brady missed those first four games, that's their first win of the season. They're one and two right now. Really? Yeah, I do. I think they lose that close game to Pittsburgh, and then they lose last week as well. You don't believe in the power of the Garoppolo? I don't know. I think they lose to Buffalo last week. Uh, so you're saying Buffalo. that you're saying that reality bites? <laughs> Stop it. I'm saying <laughs> it's just no mystery, man. Okay. <laughs> that they're three and zero oh right now with Tom Brady and not Jimmy Garoppolo. That was terrible. <laughs> uh, Philadelphia goes on the road and beats a Jets team, man. Philadelphia, like, some 0-2 teams came out with some fire. The Saints did. you got to say the Eagles did. We didn't. Well, but... that game was won by one man and one man only. Darren Sproles Darren with Sproles. that big punt return. Dude, but you know what, Philadelphia? Lots of ways to do it. And DeMarco Murray now injured. Your boy. I will say this, though. That was the best game they played the whole season. Yes, unequivocally. No, their game against Atlanta week one, seeing as what we've seen out of Atlanta, was pretty good, too. The fact that it was a missed field goal that made them lose that game. Okay. I give them full credit to that one, too. Fine. But I'm still not sold on Philadelphia. I'm starting to get sold on the Jets, even though they lost last week. That team is way better than I thought they'd be. They might be better than my pick Miami. Didn't he still only have like 118 yards passing? Look, don't worry about that. Sam Bradford. You don't expect him to have more than 118 yards passing. No. Yeah, people were drafting him high in the fantasy leagues. Weren't you high on Sam Bradford? No. Oh, okay. I didn't draft I, him. I thought you were. No. Another game that you just put on the list. Well, I said if yes. he stayed healthy, which he's not going to. No. Well, so far so good. 
He doesn't appear to be healthy. He's only thrown for 118 yards. Don't worry about that. <laughs> that Jets defense is legit, though, especially their pass defense, though. Yeah. I give him full mark. In, in New York, that's a good win. That's a good win for Philly. Uh, Pittsburgh goes against on the road. Ryan, I don't call any win against Ryan Fitzpatrick a good win, but. He's tough, man. Went to Harvard. Did you know that? Yeah, I did know that. <laughs> Everyone knows. Hey, did you know that the, before uh, Monday Night Football, the Chiefs had never thrown a... Oh, wait. Wow. Uh, hey, did you know that uh, that Nebraska's quarterback and wide receiver were roommates? Uh, wow. <laughs> Real facts. Hey, did you know Michael Vick was in prison? <laughs> why did they... Why did they well, here's a side note. Why does NFL media trot out the same facts week after week after week? Like, we don't know. Yeah. It's like, I get it. Like... So did the same guy on the research team at ESPN said that last week's yeah, Chief Yeah, the people game. that are watching these games are the same people that were watching last week. It's you not know. a new audience. It's not new people. Anyway, Pittsburgh beat St. Louis 12-6 in a game I don't think I want to speak anymore about. Oh, man. Let's go watch. I, I taped it. Let's go watch that game. Yeah. It sounds fun. I think I think no. Ooh, Roethlisberger. I, he, he got lucky that it was just a sprained MCL, right? He's, he, he, I, when I heard knee injury, I thought out for the season. His, his knee went the wrong way, and for it not to be torn is kind of a miracle. I mean, first the motorcycle accident, now this. This man walks with angels, I think. <laughs> Things that might like put people out or kill them hey, well, you know doesn't what? kill Big it Ben. It doesn't help that Big Ben is built like Frankenstein, dude. That guy is humongous. I mean, he almost lost a bolt. Yeah? That was the problem. <laughs> uh, let's see. How about your boys? Tennessee tuxedos. Should have had Indianapolis dead two rights after being dead in that game. Came back to take a two-touchdown league, inevitably blowing it 35-33. Another team that 0-2 brought some heart on the road, the Indianapolis Colts. You know what's funny about that is it seems like the last couple years, Tennessee, they just come out week one, guns a-blazing, and then they just lose. Because last year they... Was it last year or two years ago when they just destroyed the, the Chiefs, Chiefs it was at two years Kansas ago. City on opening day? Yeah, and then they hardly went lost won a game the rest of the season. I know. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it was last season because the might Chiefs have been lost to yeah. they lost to Tennessee and the Raiders, but and they beat both Super Bowl teams. But then they only had two or three wins at the end of the yeah, season. I yeah. know. Uh, how about this for a score? Forty-seven to seven. My Arizona Cardinals Oof. taking it to San Francisco. Dude, that Arizona team. Did Larry legit. Fitzgerald go to Europe and get that same operation that Kobe got? To, I think he got the Kobe, uh, the lung operation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got the new oxygen, the new blood. Yeah, he got uh, Lance uh, Lance Armstrong treatment. He looks good again. Maybe it's having a consistent quarterback. That uh, maybe help. it's playing against uh, San Francisco at home. <laughs> Oh, that defense, man. despite what they did at home against Minnesota hey, Week One, how about how is not that good? How about how everybody was pumping up San Francisco after Week One? Oh, they're good. They beat the Minnesota. What have we learned though? Week One makes liars of us all. Mm-hmm. I think it's you know. Oh, I didn't think something was true, and then it happened. Oh, what I thought must have been a hundred percent not true. Well, yeah, the no. Lions. The Lions gave up that thirty-zero run and lost Week One, but then they won every game since. Uh. Wow. Well, you got to be hitting me right now, man. <laughs> Hit me at my lowest point. Hey, you can, the Chiefs <laughs> lost every game since week one, too. Uh, that's so. true. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo, surprise score for me. Buffalo goes to Miami and, and rips them. And handed their butts to them. 41-14. I'll be honest. I thought Miami was going to win like a 27-23 kind Is of a game. Is it time to start worrying about Miami? They lost to Jacksonville last week. Yes. yes. Yes, it is. Maybe that they're not as good. Here's the deal. Chicago gets shut out at Seattle. My survivor pick for the that's week. That's weird. With Jimmy Clausen, no Alshon Jeffrey, you know, <laughs> on the road in Seattle, boy, Chicago in a pickle at Seattle I, with I, the Clausen. I feel bad for any NFC North who also has to travel to. Oh, geez, Monday mm. Night Football, New York Detroit Lions, your Detroit Lions on Sunday Night Football. Here's the deal: Denver beat them. You know I what? Mean, I'm going to put this out there right now. My suicide pick every week now might just be whoever's playing the Bears. <laughs> Uh, you're not wrong. Because yeah, <laughs> that are, team is garbage. They are wretched. At least until Cutler comes back, then they'll have a little bit of firepower. And then we we talked a little bit about. Uh, I don't have much else to say about the Detroit game. Like Denver came in, it seemed like they were they had very favorable um, officiating. I will say this too. But though. They also played a lot better than we did. Denver's defense is fast. They're legit. They're fast. Uh, we couldn't get anything going on the ground, no. and the pocket collapsed in those one second every play. Those linebackers fly. They're I mean, very, very I would good. love to hate on Denver, but they, they're, I'll give credit. Their coming, defense looks ridiculous. Coming into right the now. season, I thought they'd take a step backwards. They're 3-0 right now, and prove me wrong. Peyton so. still doesn't look great. He looks terrible. Like, wait till we get to the winter when it's cold and it's hard, you know. But, but And they you, can't run. But if they start 8-0, they, they don't need that many more they, wins. They still have had a hard time running, Ray. You know? Right now, all they have to do is beat Oakland in that division. Oh, man. Yikes. Eey. And then finally, your boys, Monday Night Football, put up virtually no effort against the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, we got a bunch of garbage stats. Uh, but, you know, we couldn't get... We, look, even if we got breaks, we still probably wouldn't have won that game. Uh, Jamal Charles, Jamal Charles had a great, you know... 
second garbage half, you know, yeah. but... So did Jeremy Macklin. Jeremy Macklin looked like garbage in that first half. Well, they never... He was dropping open... He, balls were hitting him in the hands that he was no, dropping. No, he dropped up. one. But he only had one target in the first half. Well, he dropped it. Yeah, he did drop it. <laughs> yeah. They're saying Adama Sue is doing whatever he feels like out on the field. You're, you're, you, don't, you, you disagree with me on this. You think last week they kind of put that to rest. Well, if Sue was doing whatever he wanted, he'd be ragdolling quarterbacks. And he's not. It's true. Yeah, so. I mean, uh, and it didn't look like he could do whatever he wanted against I mean, Buffalo. That's what he did at Nebraska. That's what he did at Detroit. So why wouldn't he do that now? Because um, he got paid? Well, I don't know. Here's the, big, here's the bigger issue. Why do these teams pick up these big free agents, pay them all this money, and then say, hey, do something different than what you ever I've, did before? I've never understood that. Nam de Asamoah. Namdi Asamoah, I was actually thinking, remember when the Kansas City Chiefs just kept taking Detroit Lions wide receivers? You guys took Brett Perriman and asked yeah. him to do something different? Hey, uh, Johnny uh, Morton hey, and asked him to do something different? Hey, Brett Perriman, can you block for Priest Holmes now? Yeah. <laughs> I, it, football is different than any other you sport. You guys were running four wides, like almost a run and shoot back then, yeah. right? Yeah. And we were running like the you know, fullback, running back. All you want Perriman to do is run out in the slot, and then uh, 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 he's your number two. The only one that Not played, the slot. The only one that played pretty good was Johnny Morton, and I love the worm dance that he used love to Johnny do. Morton, that was man. amazing. Johnny Morton's one of all top five favorite lines of all time. Yeah, I love me some Johnny Morton. That's because you're a big USC fan. I don't think that's true, yeah, but I'm, thank you. Um, but Why do no, you have that we, Sark the Shark sticker on the back of your car? Because you put it there. Oh, okay. I'm scraping you're it off. Yeah, it's on pretty tight. What did you use? Uh, super glue. Thank you. Uh, uh, Miami. We both thought Miami would be better than they are, though, and they are. They lost to Jacksonville. They I don't cannot, like, I cannot yeah, say well, that enough. Did you say you were, they were going to win the division? Was that yes. your pick? Oh man! I honestly thought Tannehill would take a step forward. I thought that their running game with Lamar Miller would look better than it has. I thought Ndamukong Sue would wreck some stuff. But you're right. They're asking. They're, why do you sign a? In the NFL, I was about to say maybe the NBA a little bit, but the NFL, like you need to sign a guy who's a free agent who fits exactly what you're doing because mm-hmm. there are so many different three four four three teams that blitz a lot. Uh, teams that run, you know, hard uh, power run games as opposed to spread. Like there are so many different things. You can't just take a player and think his skill set's going to translate over. You're asking him to do a different job. This is maybe why we've seen Demarco Murray struggle in in Philadelphia. You think? Oh, he's running all these sweeps when he should have his, you know, shoulders parallel to the line of scrimmage because he's a power runner. But his offensive line isn't built to do power running. No. And look, I mean, look, look, well, Sean, it's not. It's not built to do any running right now. They are terrible. They are terrible. I don't even know what to say about Philadelphia. Good, good job getting off the schneid against a decent team, but yeah, I w- honestly I was pretty surprised that they won that game. Yeah, um, uh, you know, but it happens all the time in the NFL, and I just I don't understand that it's because it is it's such a niche thing. You need a guy who has this skill set to do this thing in your offense. You know, we need to have Neil Gargiulo on. We should have had him on this week to talk about why they lost to Philly at home. I think that would have been great. <laughs> uh, weirdly enough, his schedule didn't open up for us <laughs> after that game. Who knew? Uh, the other story I want to talk about is your Chicago Bears. Uh, Chicago Bears trading Jared Allen to Carolina. Uh, I see a lot of similarities between the Chicago Bears of this year and the Detroit Lions of 2008. Interesting. The 0-16 team, because uh, the, the Detroit Lions team of 2008 was good enough to win a couple of games. Yeah, I think they'll. St- I think Chicago will still beat Detroit at home. Oh, I, I mean, see that. How dare you? Uh, let me say right now, 2008 Detroit Lions team went 0-16, as we all know. I don't know if you've heard that stat before. Nobody ever mentions it in any of what? our primetime games. Um, but that was a team that was good enough to go about two and fourteen that year. There were a couple of games like home against Minnesota that they they probably could have won. However, they decided after about five six games into the season that they were going for the NBA style tank job, and then they put John, John Kidna had a two week injury. They put him on IR for the rest of the season. They traded away Roy Williams to Dallas for a slew of draft picks. They went out of their way to lose every game possible going into the tank. That's how you go zero sixteen in the modern NFL. See, I felt like I what I remember of it was I felt like Detroit was trying like super hard to win every week until the last week. Wow. So they they wow. tried really hard the first 15 weeks and then like the last the fourth quarter of the last game they they quit. That's how I remember it. Well, you weren't obviously <laughs> watching back then, but the fact that the Bears oh, we were all watching, right? The fact we the Bears have been looking this bad, right? The Bears look they are the worst team in football right now, right? Unarguably. And the fact they've traded away Jared Allen, their aging uh, defensive uh, 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 player, to Carolina for draft picks. For a sixth-round pick. That all they got? Yeah. I thought it was like a fourth. No, it's no? a sixth-round wow. pick. Wow. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe there's a way to slide that up higher. I don't know. Conditional? Maybe I'm hoping for your sake, Chicago. But they're they're abandoning ship right now. Alshon Jeffries okay. hurts. So Jay Cutler's no, missing there's games. There's no team worse than, than Chicago. Yes. Uh, let's look over some of these really bad teams. Uh 
Well, even the bad teams, the Ravens Lions? are better. The Lions are They're way probably better, better than, than the Lions. How dare you? Let's see who's. But uh, the thing is, also, you look at the schedule. The fact that the NFC North has to play the AFC West and the NFC West. Mm-hmm. Those are those are no slouches over there. They're, are they going to beat the Cardinals? Are they going to beat the Rams? Are they going to beat the 49ers? Yeah, you're right. They're probably better than the Ravens. I mean, they're not as good as the Ravens. They're not as good as Detroit. And Well, even looking at one and two teams, they're not as good as Jacksonville. Jacksonville's got heart at least. Yeah. But they don't have to play Jacksonville or Tennessee or Houston or any of these other kind of struggling teams. How about the Giants? The Giants look pretty bad, too. The Giants are way better than the Bears. Yeah. I'm gonna say uh, here's the deal. Um, do you have it up right now? Yeah. Let's look at the Bears' schedule really quick, and let's just kind of break it down and see where the wins might happen. We did this with the Browns last year, remember? And they ended up. Uh, I'm sorry, two years ago, we did it with the Browns when I thought there was a chance they might do it. Well, we had it. We we did it with the uh, when we had a bet on the Jets a couple years ago too. Was it last year when you kept saying that they were going to be good? Last year. This is the year you should have taken the Jets. I, this is the year I should have taken the Jets. Uh, so next week, the Chicago Bears play at home against Oakland. That is maybe their best chance, right? But Oakland looks. Oakland put thirty-seven know, on I Baltimore. Mean, is Cutler going to play next week? He's not. I don't think they can beat the Raiders. How about this? That's their most winnable game, but it's coming at the worst possible time. Yeah. Uh, a week after that, they play at Kansas City. Well, that might be a win. <laughs> if, a- if Kansas City loses to Chicago, I will walk. When we do the podcast that yes. week, I will walk home from the podcast. That's a good call. Yeah. Uh, here's the deal. If it was week one, maybe you'd lose to him. You Brandon, lose we to him shoot at my six. house. Don't worry about that. In the, at the back of my property. A uh, week after that is at Detroit. I got to call that a loss. The week after that, in week seven, the Bears are on the bye, so they get a chance to recover. Coming they back probably after, lose to bye. Yep. They probably would absolutely lose to the uh, bye. Then they have Minnesota at home. Minnesota yeah. at home. Minnesota's way better than they are. Well, maybe. Cutler's probably back by then, but who cares? At San Diego. San Diego is probably the second worst team oh, in the NFL. Oh, no. At so. San Diego is a tough game. I can speak um, from experience there. Yeah. Your own 3 team. That was tough. They <laughs> lost at San Diego. Who are, uh, who's week 10? Uh, at St. Louis. Loss. That's a loss. Denver. At eh, loss. Loss. Oh, at Green Bay. Uh, loss. loss. San Francisco at home. We got to see what San Francisco. That's going to be a different San Francisco team and a different Chicago team at that point. Maybe a win. They also have Washington at home. Washington's not that good. (sighs) They might start pulling it together though. That Uh, at Minnesota, that's a loss. At Tampa, at Tampa, maybe give James James Winston will be a veteran. But they played some teams tough. Tampa has played tough a couple games. Uh, If it was at Chicago, I think I'd be feeling better if I was them. And then oh, final game of the season, perfect. Home against Detroit, so perfect. They're going to be zero and fifteen, and then beat Detroit. They might. Oh my goodness! In the snow, terrible field conditions. Oh, and fifteen. That is my hope, Ray. Uh, me too. That uh, is my Christmas wish. I could mention a few years ago the Rams. They'll be zero and fifteen, and then beat Detroit in the last week. The Rams went one and fifteen like five years ago, mm-hmm. and the one team they beat was Detroit in Detroit. Uh. So we we do we are kingmakers, if you will. Um, but anyway, that's our setup right there. Uh, we got to talk a little fantasy though. I know you want to talk about fantasy football right now. Ah, uh, not really. I mean. So a couple minutes on fantasy here. Uh-huh. Uh, Brent, say what you need to say. In the Raisin Brent League, you have uh, defeated Ray, me. Ray, you got your butt handed to you. You're on your own in that one. You had your butt handed to you. Uh, how many points you did you beat me by? You had your butt handed to you. That's, that's my hard, hard rocker. Well, here's what happened, Ray. And here's what made it a big time sweat for me. Was that. Yeah. One. One, I literally at nine fifty nine. I wish I could. I wish there was a timestamp that I could show you. I had the whole week. I I said I picked up this guy from Miami. He had a hundred yard game. The Buffalo gave up a bunch of passing yards last week. This guy's gonna have a good game again. And then right before the game, I thought, you know what? I feel like I have the advantage over Ray. I'm gonna take the safe pick and start Anquan Bolden. Ah, one point seven. One point seven points or one point six. And then uh, uh, what is his name? Even Rashard. Rashard Jennings. No, no, no. Oh. Rashard Matthews. Oh, Rashard Matthews. Okay. The the up and coming wide receiver at, at for Miami, twenty five points. <laughs> so I would have had you blown out of the water, but I didn't do that. And then I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there on Monday night, going, "Okay, how many yards of the, the last drive of the game? Okay, don't kick a field goal. All right, I don't need a touchdown from this guy, and you can't get seventeen yards." <laughs> and then they didn't. All those things didn't happen, and I got the win. None of the above. Uh, it was miserable. So even when I blatantly just make mistakes, Ray, still better than you. Uh, here's the deal. I have nothing to say about that. Okay. Uh, well, I made uh, mistakes too. I might point out. Oh, no, you, you of course you did. Yeah, you did. I need to get rid of Terrence uh, Williams. Here's He's the deal. Go. Uh, here's what the worst omen of the harbinger is: you this season. 
You are a Rafi law. You're a Rafi win away from being going three. You beat Rafi, who we all say, although Rafi now, here he goes again. He's two and one. Yep. And uh, I like to say I'm the only reason Rafi isn't undefeated right now. Ooh, How about and, that? And he also gets to play me this week with no Tom Brady. Thanks. Uh, football gods love Rafi, and I can't they do. explain La- it. Remember last week, every time I played Rafi, J.J. Watt scored a touchdown? That's it. <laughs> Two times, we scored both weeks. It was pretty crazy right there. But, uh, and Dino. Uh, Dino got beat by Rafi. Any big Dino fans? might be winning the uh, the Dino trophy again this season. Well, he deserves it. He deserves it. It's got his name on it's it. Got his name right on it. Yep. We have bought it. It's heavy yeah. as all get out. It's a naked baby. <laughs> we can put that on the. We'll put that on the. We'll uh, put it on the Facebook page. The Facebook page. Yeah. We'll make it our cover it's photo. Amazing. It's pretty fantastic. So, piece of uh, fantasy advice this week. I am out on New Orleans. I am done with them. Do not start any of your New Orleans Saints at all. Remember two weeks ago, Brent, when I said start all your Saints? Mm-hmm. Drop all your Saints. Yeah. Drop Mark Ingram. I don't even care. Drop him. Drop them all. They are terrible. This team is brutal. Uh, that's the other 0-3 team we didn't mention before. They are the they are okay. worse than the other teams, not worse than the Bears. Are they worse than the Bears? No. Because what about a, with both backup quarterbacks? They have a quarterback, at least. Yeah. I was about to say. Um, with backup quarterbacks, I would still take uh, uh, McCown, McCown over Clausen. Clausen is brutal, dude. Clausen's terrible. Hey, dude, 26 nothing, Zero points. Zero effort. They have I Matt, would, Matt Forte look, even had an okay game. I zero would, points. I would think that it would be better to bring back Brady Quinn than <sighs> Clausen. And Brady Quinn was not good. And I always wanted Brady Quinn to be good. No, he I didn't. looks he well he played for the Chiefs for a while. But he oh, looks like a quarterback. Doesn't he look he like does. a quarterback? He went to Notre Dame, yeah. Golden Domer. Remember when he was dating? Was it AJ Hawk was dating his sister? Yeah. That was the big story coming out of college. Such trash. Mm, just never happened. Well, what's your big fantasy piece of advice for this week, Brent? Ah, uh, um don't start the Chiefs defense. <laughs> don't start the Chiefs defense. You heard it here first. Well, they're banged up, man. They have uh, they already were missing Sean Sean Smith. He finally is back after his three weeks. Thanks. Thanks, NFL. He got to miss at Green Bay and Denver. That's the two games you don't you, want just You your don't best. need those games, do you? Those teams don't pass a lot, right? <laughs> yeah, you, don't, you don't need your best corner against them. And then, of course, their their third corner, who was their starting corner, because Sean Smith is out, gets injured last week, and he's probably out now. So now, we, now we're still missing a corner. So start We were everybody. playing at the end of the Chiefs game, second half. They were playing four safeties because they didn't have any cornerbacks. Wait, so who are the Chiefs playing this week? At Cincinnati. Okay, I need to pick up every Bengal. Right, I'm getting a uh, Mohammed Sanu <laughs> off of waivers. Here's the deal, though. Would Get it, them all. Would it still? Would, but even with Tyler all that Eifert. being said, even with all that being said, would it surprise you if 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 Andy Dalton threw three picks this week? No, no. Would it ever surprise you <laughs> no. if Andy Dalton threw three picks? <laughs> AJ Green's legit, though. Yeah, man, he's a monster. I, I was trying to trade for him before last week. I don't think mm-hmm. I'm even going to get him now. No. I couldn't get him last week. I'm definitely not getting him now. Yeah, that's the thing. Is you have to be crazy to trade him right now. Pretty much. But uh, yeah, so I look forward to not playing you until like late in the season. Ooh. And uh, one and two, maybe, but maybe I mean, I'll have Des Bryant back by then. There's always room to grow. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. There's always room to grow, and I've got plenty of confidence. Yeah. But uh, we need to talk. Speaking of confidence, we need to talk a little college football. Let's do this. Let's do For three seconds of Chuck Berry. Nebraska. I was having flashbacks to the '94 through '97 years when we were when we were good because one of the elements of Nebraska's offense back then was that fullback trap. Okay, and uh, we ran our fullback like it was like three carries for 57 yards. <laughs> it's just like wide open because there's never any threat of the running of the fullback. You don't expect it. the fullback to run it ever. Yeah, maybe on the goal line for a change of pace. Right, that's the second down play, and he's. A lot faster than most fullbacks are, so I, I kind of like that. Although, man, that defense is killing me right now. So let me ask you honestly right yeah. now. Michigan Wolverines 3-1 and one, uh-huh. and looking good. Yeah. Nebraska 2-2. Two and two. Yeah. How are you feeling about our bet oh, right now? I don't now? feel good about it. But I don't feel, I don't feel like I'm absolutely going to lose because you guys have a much tougher schedule than we do. We both. I mean, but, we're, it, but we're playing worse than you guys are. In the Big Ten, the percentage of teams that are ranked that Michigan plays is the highest in the entire Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Nebraska's number two. So let's not act like it's a huge difference. I guess, but we, we don't have to play Michigan or Ohio State. That's the difference. But we don't have to play one of those two teams. Yeah, well. Because we are they. We have, we, well, the main two ranked teams that we play are Sparty and Wisconsin. And we, loss, get Wisco- loss. and we get Wisconsin without their 
stud running back who's out for six weeks. You know their backup's going to torch you. You know this. Mm, well, well you, our, you guys got this. Our week. running def- our running defense has been fine. It's our it's our corners that are killing us. You're on the road at Illinois. Uh huh. You should win. Oh man. But I feel I'll like that's going to be a nervous game. If we lose this game this week, I might just you know might just have to concede our bet right right now. Just concede it right away. Well, Call it over. I'm saying I probably won't, but it, but I probably should. <laughs> wow. If you, who do you guys have this week? We're on the road at Maryland. Oh, that's a win. Yeah. Maryland's pretty pretty rough. So, I think they lost to Bowling Green earlier this year. I mean, they they are not good. They're not good. We are 16 point favorite right now, even the on the terps. road. More like the Torps. I would say right now, Jim Harbaugh has got that defense mm-hmm. looking so strong. BYU, the team that torched you all over the place, won on an impressive touchdown pass with no time to go. They didn't really torch Nebraska. Nebraska led the whole game, and then they gave you them. gave up a lot of points to them. Though, is what I'm saying. Well, okay. They gave up two touchdowns in like the last um, in garbage time, and, and and they and one was hail mary. And yeah. how many points did they get against Michigan uh, last week? Zero. Zero points. But you guys played at home. We did. Yeah. Hundred and five yards. We played at Nebraska. Yeah. Okay. So so you didn't you didn't play in the big house at all. No. no. If you played that at the big house, you might have won it. Yeah. See, if we had played at the big Gracious. house, we would have won that game. Yeah. I'm just saying right now, BYU. I mean, some people are trying to blame the schedules on them, and I'm like, I don't care. You know what? They scheduled it. BYU scheduled a tough, tough. You Let know, me ask you this uh, question: four games because Nebraska lost two plays on the last play of the game. Okay, they're two, two games. Two, you mean. Two, yeah. two, two games on the last play of the game. If Nebraska is four and zero right now, and Michigan's three and one, how do you feel about our bet? I actually feel pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I feel like uh, uh, definitely we're at least one game better than you. So but if you, you were but, four and zero and three and one, but if Nebraska you know, had won that BYU game, right, we'd and, be tied. Well, we'd be tied, and you wouldn't be saying, oh, we lost on that. You know, you would have just said, well, we won, and they won. That's right. And if we won at Miami, you would have said, well, that's kind of a tough place to go play, 4-0. Oh. You, you now, should have lost to Miami. You sure, almost absolutely. came back. I'm just saying, if we were 4-0, oh, which we are not, which we you, most are, you are most assuredly definitely not. Definitely are not. You know what I'm saying right let now? Let me look at the standings. No, we're not. Uh, for the record, Bo Pelini has his team at 4-0 oh right now. No, he does not. I'll put it out there. Bo he Pelini, 4 You heard it here first. No, sir. Bo Pelini, 4-0. Not, oh, not at looking all. Looking for a national championship. Not at all. I mean, he, why would you fire a coach who gets you to a nine and three record every year when you could hire a guy who gets you a six and six record every year? Well, Am I right? Come on, Ray. Extend was, Riley. You just like with Harbaugh. Harbaugh's team's not as good as it's going to be in a couple years because he's not shopping with the groceries that he wanted right now. It's true. Yeah. Uh, he's got that defense playing no, well, a world apart saying, right though, now like, from anything I I've seen. I think we'll we'll really judge these hires. In a couple years. We will really judge these hires when you are losing your bet to me at the end of the season. <laughs> we will be judging we the bet judge immediately. Then, but 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 long term, we'll really be judging these in like two years. You know like golf where they play like uh, heads up golf? Mm-hmm. I think uh, Michigan wins three up. Three up? Three up with uh, two games to play. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> isn't, that, wasn't that how they call it on the field? Three up. Three and two? Yeah. No, yeah. three and two. That's what it was. Three up. Yeah. Th- with th- you're up three with... Uh, three to play. Well, you're up three with two games to play. That's it. With two to play, then you win. Isn't that three and two? Well, if you're up, I don't know. No. Yeah, if you're up three with two left, yeah. Yeah, yeah three yeah, and two. Yeah, three and two. So one up is when you uh, win one up by is, one. Yeah, when you win by one, you get all the way to the two last Two up hole. is when you're up by one and you have the last hole. Yeah. yeah. Three up is when you win by... Or no, two up is when you're up one going into the last hole and then you win and then that you win two. two. Yeah. There we go. So you we're either win, win one up. up or two up. There's no such thing as three there's up. There's no substance three we up. We win three up. Unless you get three uh, you know, three of those green mushrooms in Mario. Then there's three up. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I think Jim Harbaugh could do that. He probably could. I'm feeling it. So realistic right now, Brent, what do you think Nebraska's record is going to be at the end of the season? Eight and four? Do they make eight wins? Gosh, I hope so. I mean, I, eight I, wins would probably I, be good. You're looking scoring the nose of a seven and five I right still now. Think, I still think we can beat Wisconsin. The, you know... I still I You keep thinking that. I think we have enough offense we can stay with Sparty at home. At home. Sure. If it was at Sparty, although we've played for some reason Nebraska plays terrible on the road, but they play great at Sparty. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, despite no calls. I'll I'll say that I'm officially uh you know, my threat level is moved up to yellow. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh Michigan's looking square in the face of a yeah. very good season right now. Yeah. And my threat level has moved up to maze. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Threat level maze. <laughs> Well, it would be super awkward if you were not to win this one. Ah, uh, that, that's the true fact. That's yeah. real talk. Yeah. Hashtag real, <laughs> real talk. talk. <laughs> uh, uh, in any case, uh, Oregon. How bad is Oregon right now? They're not great. They, uh, Michigan hung with hey, Utah. But you know what, Utah though, 66 I, on them. I, I want to hear all those guys that are like, you see, this is why we should have hired Scott Frost. Oh. Like all these Nebraska guys after week one. That's why you hire Scott Frost. Because look at what Oregon did. Oh, well, now they look terrible. Hey, they were good last year. With none they of Scott were. Frost players. Yeah. Well, Scott Frost is the OC. 
He's the OC. Counts. Oh, like yeah. he doesn't have any factor at all in the uh, recruitment process? Only the head coach goes out? That's true. Scott Frost is recruiting the state of Nebraska as hard as physically possible for Oregon. Don't let it fool you. There's only like five players that will play at, that could play at Oregon that are in Nebraska. And they got all of them. <laughs> <laughs> he says, let me kick this around a little bit. <laughs> oh. uh, well, you remember back in the day, we got a guy from Oregon. His name was Indomitian Sue. Wow. Yeah. How'd he turn out? He's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Won the Heisman, I Looks heard. Looks like he's not listening to the coaches now, doing whatever he wants. Well, that's typical Nebraska, right? That's why Bo Pelini got his butt handed, handed to him. him. Just put that out there right now. No, I'm feeling really good about Michigan right now. Ohio State plays their first ranked team in the, like, the last two weeks of the season. Michigan State and then Michigan, the only two ranked teams on their schedule. And that's only because Michigan just got ranked. Yeah. Who even knows what will transpire between then and now? It's just embarrassing. It's embarrassing, Buckeye fan. What if Michigan lost to Maryland this week? How would you be feeling then? Miserable. <laughs> that's, a, that's a can't lose. I hope so. That's, a, that's an Appalachian State level can't lose game. But is it like, uh, let's say your quarterback gets knocked out, then you could lose that game? If you're a school like Nebraska, you, in theory, have somebody backing up who can step in and beat Maryland at Did least. you see how TCU won that game last week? I did not. And we'll be right back to talk about Fear the Walking Dead after three seconds of The Crests. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, baby. Oh, I love you so. Sixteen candles. Fear the Walking Dead is starting to kind of get moving right now. And you said you have not been enjoying the last couple episodes as much as the first two? No, starting I'm to lose not, you a little bit? Uh, I was just a little bored this week. I did not like that character in the jail, the smooth-talking guy. I like that dude. The smooth-talking, uh, suit-wearing... Uh, he really kind of took me out of it. Because I was like, oh, this guy's doing a Broadway play, and the rest of us are actually doing television. That was some weird acting, because he chose weird stylistic choices right at the top of the show... And then just like kept going through because remember he got that one guy to like break down with tears talking about his wife like going off with that some was other dude. Too. I didn't buy that. I, I, I was into it. The guy runs his own cell. He realizes that guy's not going to help him when the uh, when the rebellion comes. So he needs his body out to be replaced with a body that can actually help him when the time for the rebellion comes. I understood it a hundred percent and thought it was a good choice. Yeah. Okay. You did say that he had strange acting choices. That which he means, did have strange which acting means choices. That you notice his acting choices, which to me that takes me out of it, and I can't, I can't, I can't get down with that. I, I think a show like Walking Dead can afford a few interesting and unique characters who are well, maybe just acting different than everybody else. I guess, sure. In my zombie apocalypse things, I don't need everybody acting realistically because if everybody was acting yes, realistically, but, then they'd just be screaming and crying all the time. But this isn't the show Gotham, Ray, where we have like super villains and things like that. Love that, me some Gotham. You know, yeah, you would. I do. It's fantastic. Did you watch the premiere of season two? It was wonderful. In any case, fear the walking dead. Did you see that Ben McKenzie's getting married to Morena? I did. She's oh. pregnant too. Wow. I mean, good job him. Good job, him. Although she was married when they started banging. Yeah, that's a little strange. Sorry. Yeah. Hmm. So Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> so basically, like, uh, all of a sudden, like... So uh, what about Iggy Azalea? We're not doing that. Oh, we're not? Nope. I just don't want to talk about this show. Yeah, I do. It's not great. Okay, I, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Did you see the Swaggy P wants to be called Nicholas now? I did not. Yeah, that happened today. Really? You're, you're this out on Fear the Walking Dead he right now? He wants to be called Nicholas. Now, when he shows up on Fear the Walking Dead, will he be Nicholas or will he be Swaggy P? He'll be Swaggy P. Okay. It takes place in an alternate reality where we're talking about Fear the Walking Dead. Okay, gotcha. Let's do this. So this is about to go down. Like, we've seen the military is about to nuke the town and murder everybody at 9 a.m. the next day. Now, that's, that's, that was an interesting happen. What it made me think of was, will Swaggy P and Iggy <laughs> stay together through this? Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, it didn't. Didn't at all. How dare you? It felt like a scene out of Dead Rising. This episode, and uh, this is my entire point, felt like Dead Rising 3. Okay. They're sort of trapped inside of a city and they can't get out because of military presence. There's a clock timer now that's going to like nuke the city, and there's people acting very, very strangely. Mm -hmm. It felt like Dead Rising the movie, the episode so of Walking I, Dead. I don't get this either. They're going to nuke the city as if no one... Outside of the city is infected? Uh, no, they're nuking the city because everybody on this, because they're cutting cutting bait and leaving, and they don't want more zombies to deal with. So they're not going to nuke the city so much as they're going to run in and murder everybody. They're going to call a town hall and shoot no, everybody know, down. I know you were speaking uh, euphemistically, but yes. still. Yes. Like. And then they're going to take off to their base and just go back to their military thing, man. 
You can't trust the government. Isn't that, that the, the military, primary thing of Walking Dead? Do you think the military would be this crazy this quick if this happened? Well, it's been a while. And yes, I do. I think they would declare martial law immediately. And as everything went to poop around them, yeah. they would start like internally like getting trying to act, put up a face of stronger and stronger. And then finally just be like, screw it. We can't protect them anymore. Gun them down so we don't have to kill them later. Mm-hmm. And then absolutely I could see that. I mean, it, it's obvious society has deteriorated deeply. We've got everybody like being imprisoned and anybody that runs a fever. They're taking off and just like straight up like getting ready to murder. Yeah. There's an, you know, this thing's gone nuts. I can see why a crazy suit wearing guy in the jail has a key and is like, we going. Are you in? We going. Yeah. We are going. Are you guys with me or are you not? That that's, was, that's what that guy reminded me of. Like, that reminded me of your Tom Likas impression. Yeah. Well, I don't think I'd want to be around Tom Likas come the zombie apocalypse unless I was hungry because I could eat him. <laughs> that would be it. But are you, me up, Tom. <laughs> That's right. So I'll just ask the question. Let's talk about wine. Are you ready for the finale? I am, because I'm kind of ready for it to be over and get back to, get real, back to real Walking, walking Dead. Dead. Real Walking, walking Dead. Dead proper. I mean, I, I kind of am, too. I've been enjoying Through the Walking Dead. We need to get back to it too sweet, Ray. It took a while for it to grow on me in this episode five, and it's so weird for me that when I got here, you're just like terrible, right? And I was just like, no, man, this is the one that finally starting to bring me on your side for enjoying it. Yeah. I, I'll We're tell doing you, this. Honestly... That guy, I just did not enjoy that character, and that took me out of the, the I entire did. episode. I was like, finally, somebody interesting and watchable who's acting like somebody who's trying to keep his poop I will together. Say, when you notice someone's, you say, I noticed he had strange acting choices. That True. takes you out of it, and that, that shouldn't be a good thing. All right, fair enough. Uh, so people are dying, right? Like, are they going to kill the cop, right? They're going to murder that poor cop. It's possible. Who's into the daughter. Mm-hmm. And he is nice, near as I could tell. He's the only nice guy. What did you think about that? That was. That was, that was brutal. That was the most interesting thing about the episode. Is like, wow, this is this is getting real. Because he's torturing him. He like mm-hmm. cut. He cut him. Yeah. He cut him bad. He cut him bad. And he made him bleed everywhere. He was cutting off little, little pancetta pieces, little pieces of pancetta, and frying the know? pan. Yep, frying them up. <laughs> Mix it with some chorizo. Don't want to waste it. <laughs> Make an omelet. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Now you're being gross. <laughs> Me? I'm not the one that's cutting it up and eating it. That dude is. That's a good point. Yeah. That guy's gross. Who knew that? When, not only was he a barber. <laughs> What if he cut off the pieces and they made the dude eat it and then didn't tell him what it was until after he ate it? Oh, you ate your own arm. Did you even expect any this, this character was even possible of those actions when we first met him in the barbershop? Oh, shop? absolutely. That guy could immediately really? be like, this guy is going to do He's anything. He's seen some poop. He's going to yeah. do some poop? Right. Because he went straight to the worst case scenario. He basically. did. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't wrong. He was teaching kids how to use firearms mm-hmm. and then he's torturing dudes for the fun of it, near as I can tell. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, he did get good information out of it. So it looks like the Bush administration was right. Torture right. works. Yep. S- saves people, I think. Hmm. I just didn't see him turning into Dick Cheney overnight. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. So right now, I'm, somebody's going to have to die. Probably multiple people are going to die in the finale. Uh, I've gone against the new wife, uh, thinking because you're right, she's too big a star on the show, and they need her mm-hmm. like angry at atti- her angry attitude in order to do it. I I think that that barber guy gets killed in the finale. Yeah, his wife's now really? gone. Yes, he's the one that gets pulled down before season two starts. The guy that's ultra realistic and ultra. He's the one that goes. Interesting. That's my pick. Uh, who would you pick as most likely to be killed in the finale? Well, I as far as where the show is going, I think what makes the most sense is if you kill the new wife. Because then you have She's the, the whole, nicest one. Yeah, then you also have to be like, well, okay, so is he going to go back with the old wife? How is that? That's going to be weird for the kids because they're going to be forced to be together, basically. You're right. I like the dynamic of keeping them together, though, at least for another season. A little Shane and uh, Rick sure. kind of action. Okay. I think it's more interesting to keep her around than it is to get rid of her. I, and I think at a well, certain point, losing the barber is, I, okay. what's he going to add? But I like the idea also of keeping the barber and the cop both alive so okay. they have to deal with what happened. Oh, I like that, too. Yeah. Oh, I changed my mind. The cop dies. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the, maybe the daughter dies. The daughter that's dating Ooh. the cop, maybe she dies. Or the other daughter. She's looking like she's not long for this world. Yeah, Put on fancy true. dresses yep. and smashing oh, stuff yeah. with old yeah, son. Yeah. Old son, he could go too, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, he brings nothing to <laughs> yeah. the table. Kill them both. Yeah. And you know what? Kill druggy kid too. Kill them all, right? Kill all the children. It's That's what I'm saying. You've got to give them something to fear if you're going to call the show Fear the Walking Dead. Well, they are afraid yeah. of the military. That's right. <laughs> and we did find the dead were called walkers. 
in, in the episode, the dead are walking was said. Yeah. We had a title card, sort of. Yeah. Works for me. In any case, let's come on back. Let's wrap up the show, and we're going to do it up. So you're not looking forward to the finale at all, though. I'm a little surprised by that. I'm way. looking forward to the finale. I just... I just, I just, just as a bridge, I though. Just, yeah. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Well, let's bring it up. Three seconds of... Neil Sadaka. You turned into the prettiest girl I've ever seen. Happy birthday, sweet 16. That's going to do it for the show tonight. Talk a little college football, a little fantasy, a little NFL. Talked about refs. Talked about everything, Ray. Everything. The last thing we didn't mention, Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Cam Newton on the sidelines being told by my least favorite ref, Ed Hockley. Allegedly. Allegedly. Why would he make that up, Brent? I don't know I would make it up, but I also think Cam Newton's kind of a wild card. He is a wild card, but I just I, I feel like he wouldn't have said it if it wasn't true. We don't okay. know the tone it was said either. You made that point to me yeah. off air that it could have been joking. But Ed Hockley well, saying set up the story. Ed yeah. Hockley, Cam Newton got hit late out of bounds. Allegedly. No, alleged, well, it did happen. Well, they it, said that was on they, camera. I didn't think it was that late, but late enough. And Cam's like, where's the flag? And Ed Hockley turned and said, you're not old enough to earn that call. That's what he, is this the NBA right now? Yeah. People got to earn calls. I thought if it was a foul, it was a foul. Is some of the stuff that maybe I've been thinking about the NFL that I already think about the NBA? Is it starting to? Is it starting to happen, Brent? You got to awesome. earn calls now. Yeah, if you're not I mean, famous, you get called differently. I have not enjoyed like watching. My, look, my own team aside, they have not played that well in a couple games. Sure. Uh, other games, I'm just I'm just getting so bogged down with all the flags and the refs and, think the show's about them. It's yeah, stupid and it's blatant like calls for teams at home. Like I, you know, you used to be able to to get decent calls at most of the places. You know, we we first started this show, the point was made. Don't you think NFL refs kind of do a little bit like extra for home teams and superstars? Mm-hmm. And I said no at the time. Yeah, I don't know that I can say that anymore. Right. Yeah, like I feel usually like it's I, getting worse. I felt like if you got extra calls at home, it usually was because the crowd was louder and the other team couldn't hear, so they'd get a couple of false start penalties and sure. things like that. And that's normal. Yeah. That's expected. Yeah. In fact, I don't even mind if it's like a judgment call and you're at home and it gets like a 50 50 thing and the ref throws the flag. Yeah. As long as he's consistent and does it for home teams, right. there's supposed to be an advantage. Shouldn't be just for like, oh, Green Bay, New England, and uh, whoever else is good. It shouldn't be uh, Aaron Rodgers walking down the field on Monday Night Football telling the refs about the flags they're missing and then them just deciding oh aaron Rodgers said it throw yeah you texted me like hey i guess aaron Rodgers is refing the game now i guess he's uh, the ref of the game yeah. it was a little distasteful and he ended up being right but i'm sorry i don't like the idea of quarterbacks calling yeah. fouls on the play and then having the refs not even look at a video replay and just deciding no he said it he's probably right yeah had they gone and looked at a video on that i would have been okay right right but the fact they huddled up afterwards was like, well guys aaron Rodgers told us that this so i mean it must be right okay I mean, flag the discount double check guy he's in all those commercials yeah he's really famous he's dating olivia munn for god's sake he's sakes. the mvp five years ago <laughs> he won a super bowl guys he's really famous <laughs> yeah. he's got a very high selling jersey we should just throw the flag because he told us right yeah. that's distasteful to me it's like even if it's than, right it's he's, distasteful he's better than alex smith and he's better than those defensive guys that he just threw the ball towards so let's just call the flag you know what good enough yeah so uh, wrong. It's wrong for me. We sound like haters right now, Ray. We but, do, but I don't think we're wrong. Yeah, I don't think we're wrong. I think we have truth on our side in yeah, this. I agree. The truth will set you free. Unless and, you... and you know what? The other the other thing that you should think about is you and I are agreeing on something, so it's got to be true. It has to be true. Then <laughs> I did have somebody on Twitter actually write me and be like, "Dude, I'm looking at your timeline. It's just one ref complaint after another. Uh, how do you possibly enjoy living?" <laughs> and I, I and I, my response back was, "Hey, man." Who said caring about Detroit Lions games was ever going to be fun? <laughs> yeah. And he favored that. He appreciated. So in any case, that's the end of episode 108 of Raisin Brent. And I'm Ray. I'm Brent. And we have some contact information. You can hit me up at Twitter. I'm at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. Or and my can... dog Dufresne is but he doesn't in have studio. A, he doesn't have a Twitter account. He just joined us for the last yeah. segment. But you can tweet at him and I'll tell him what you said. At Scoops Pope. Uh, Re colon Dufresne. Re colon Dufresne. Andy Dufresne. Andy Dufresne. Thank you. Uh, you can hit us up on Facebook. We're facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. We're on Facebook? You knew that. I'm trying to be oh. excited about the show. Yeah, Brent, we're on Facebook. You should go. Oh, give, man. Give us a like. I'm going to sign up tonight. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. Do all the things that you do. Meanwhile, we're on iTunes? Yes, yes. And Stitcher. I'm going to sign up tonight. St- we're on Stitcher? Stitcher Radio, yes. I'm going to stitch it up tonight, Ray. Yay. Yay. So anyway, got people got to thank. We have to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. Jeremy Buck and the Bang contributed to our podcast? Yes, they did. 
You know who also did the train wrecks? What? Yeah. I can't even fake it. No, they no, did. They've yeah, been doing it for over 100 episodes now. Yeah. Uh, we have to thank uh, Jordan Monsell. Monsell, me some art. Made our logo. Go to jordanmonsell.com or Silhouettes by Jordan on Facebook. Or you can hit up our intrepid producer. Dino! The Dino Award, named after him. Yeah, although nobody Dino. calls him Dino, but now you. on a two-game losing streak, and he lost to Rafi. I and mean, it's, that's tough to do. And it's on the trophy. If that doesn't make it official, I don't know what does. That's legit. Too legit to quit. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey. Anybody else you want to thank, Brent? Matthew Stafford. Why? For making me think once again that there could be another 0-16 team. Are you kidding me? Could be them again, right? They could double up this year, be the second 0-16. What if they do? What? How big of a ledge will I have to talk you off of? If this Lions team went 0-16, mm-hmm. I may have to quit the team. <laughs> they have way too much talent to be So if they go anything. 0-16 officially, you will quit being a Lions You know fan. what? Yes, I'll put that on the record. Okay, got it. I'll put that on the record right now. And if... Just 13 left, guys. Just 13 left. <laughs> it's not going to happen. And the first one's at Seattle. So it's just the middle really, of the season really is very just 12 squishy. left. <laughs> and then Arizona. You do get to play the Bears twice. so We get the Bears <laughs> the twice. Are good. It's pretty good. I'm just saying. Uh, in any case, uh, thank you, everybody. Good night now. See ya. You're going to have to drag me.